Blog Talk Radio. Let's wait on a few people. Because 
they want to be able to listen. So I like to give everybody a few extra minutes. So I want to thank you again for tuning into my um, Facebook Live this evening. And again, like I said earlier, I truly do welcome all ethnic groups, all people of God, and people that don't subscribe to God, just all blood, all humans. Why? Because whatever the Father is saying, whatever the Father, we're looking for the Father to say to his people, Israel, and really any people that are after his heart, that's really his people, not so much a DNA, that would be a joke. He'll never been just strictly for DNA. It never has been just DNA about DNA. I think he will always look for people that's after his heart, to be honest. But anyway, welcome, everybody. Really, really mean it. Uh, I'm Brother Seth again. I've been uh, blogging since 2011, been on Facebook Live now, I guess, almost a couple of months, just trying to do what? Wake up our people. What do you mean, wake them up, Brother Seth? Well, I think if African Americans really knew who they were, put it like this. We all are acting out of who we are. If you wonder why rich people, because it seems to be the only people that that do what I'm about to say, but it seems like people that believe they are priceless or they are really valuable, they seem to pull all the strings on the earth. They seem to do the things that's unimaginable. They seem to act without permission. Why do you think that is? Because of their identity. Everybody pretty much is acting out based upon how they see themselves. People present themselves based on how they see themselves. You see people talk with authority. It's almost every single time they have, um, it ain't no, yes, it's every single time. Uh, they, it's, it's, a, it's from a place of pride. And so there is a such thing as good pride. All pride ain't bad. Don't believe that lie. No, we're supposed to, uh, to some degree. But when we meet, when we, when we come across the Most High, we're supposed to submit that to Him. It's okay on the earth to have pride among each other. But when you come in contact with the Most High, we're supposed to bow to me. And that's what Brother Seth is trying to get our people to not just bow the knee, but I'm trying to get our people to understand who they are. That's not what we're not going to be talking about, no one certain thing. Brothers and sisters, tonight we're going to jump around. If ever Brother Seth jumped around, tonight going to be jumping around night. And I want to um, welcome my cousin. He's always seen like the first one of these Facebook Lives. And I want to thank you, Vince, for coming being in the house. Um, I am not playing tonight, brothers and sisters. And I'm sure you don't want to be in the company or listening to people that are not serious about whatever they are talking about. I, I really value talking to people. I feel like if we if we really speak words inspired of a higher power, there is no telling what the listener will do if the words are truly inspired of the Most High. Never underestimate a conversation, brothers and sisters, or never underestimate words, or never underestimate a sermon, never underestimate a speech. 
because they may, it may be, inspired of the Most High. And the Bible says the truth will make us free. Somebody could actually say we are as free to the level we have truth. Or we are free depending upon how much truth we have. That's why I said last week, yes, there's some areas in my life I know I'm in bondage. I know I'm not free in every single aspect of life. I understand that because I don't know everything. But the areas where the Father has imparted to me like he has you, either to yourself or through friends or strangers, to the degree you've gotten truth wherever it came from, you was made free. I believe it. And that's why I'm on here. That's why I'm on Facebook Live. That's why I'm on Blog Talk Radio. That's why I use this thing with this opening in my mouth right here. I mean, it's opening my face, call the mouth. That's why I talk most of the time. I mean, I, you can. most of the time it's not thus said the Lord. But, I mean, I laugh, I joke, I play, I handle business. But even in handling business, everything I do, I try to, brothers and sisters. I think I get a, probably a D at it. I really do. I don't think I don't think everything I say is biblical or inspired of the Father. I try my best for it to be because I have a new saying, and then we're going to get into this open forum. Again, I want to thank you for tuning into the uh, my Facebook Live, and also those of you on Blog Talk Radio. Uh, definitely want to welcome the Blog Talk Radio family to this uh, Facebook Live. We're doing both. We're, we're, we are the Five Stone Network. But we're broadcasting these days on both Facebook Live and uh, Blog Talk Radio. But uh, I have a saying these days. I want my words to be eternal. I want my words to be eternal. When Brother Seth has gone, has left this earth, I want people speaking. Uh, I don't want people to forget me, but it's not so much me as I really am going to be temporal. They're going to forget if it's just me. We would forget if it was just Martin Luther King. We would forget if it was just Gandhi. We would forget if it was just Marcus Garvey, just the person. If these were just mere men speaking things, we would have forgot. We would have forgotten all of these people. We would have forgotten perhaps even Jesus Christ or Yeshua if he didn't ever speak the things of the Father. But when those men did anything Relating to the kingdom of God, we would talk about them forever because the Father's kingdom is never going to cease. As, as for Yeshua, which we, I believe, was not just mere man, mere man, but he, he did say out of his mouth, he only do what he see the Father do. My point in bringing this up is, if Christ would have just did what he wanted to do, he even said out of his mouth, if I do what I want to do, my he says, it's not true. If I say that, how, how, I'm trying to think of the scripture. He said, I speak what I hear the Father speak. If I speak anything now of the Father, it is not true. In other words, if I speak just of myself, Christ said, it's not true. Christ said, it's not true. If he speaks of his Father, it's not true. 
So, I mean, if he speak of himself, excuse me, I'm going too fast. It's not true. So he said, I speak that that I heard my father speak. If I speak of myself, it is not true. And I'd like to find that scripture maybe later to read that so y'all won't think I'm making up stuff. So what am I saying? I'm saying when I speak words and I do these blogs and I do these Facebook Lives or whatever I'm doing, when I'm talking to you in the restaurant, if it's something spiritual we're talking about, I want my words to be eternal, even if we're not talking about things that are spiritual. I just want what I say to be what the Father is saying. Doesn't any child want that? Doesn't doesn't all children want that? That's all Brother Seth is trying to do. Just trying to be relevant in the kingdom of God. Not so much on the earth, because the earth is funny, y'all. They don't always, the earth is funny. I can't always get with people just, I want to be pleasing to our four parents that have left, that have passed this, passed away. I still remember all every single one of my relatives that have passed away, especially the saints. And for sure the most high, that's, I'm talking about once I leave this earth, I'll continue to live most of my life then. So I want my words to be eternal. I want them to be something that the saints are talking about that have passed and the saints are talking about that are here on the earth. When I leave this earth, I want people to speak of what Brother Seth talked about. If I'm talking about something that's not true, if I'm talking about something that's just my own figment of my imagination, if I'm talking about some racist something, something, if I'm talking about anything that doesn't line up with Scripture, it's going to soon pass away, just like everything else. But if I speak things that the Father is doing in the earth, really doing in the earth, when those things happen, people are going to say, I remember uh, Brother Seth or my cousin Seth or my, you know, they're going to say, they're going to mention the works that I was able to do on the earth, not to bring me glory, maybe just a little, because let's be real, all of us like to be acknowledged. <coughs> But overall, I want people to remember what the Most High did in my life. Brothers and sisters, I mean that. If y'all only knew how serious I am about that these days, I want my works and the words that I speak to be pleasing to the Most High. And if that's the case, it's going to give you listener life. It's going to give me life if I think about the things I say if the things I say are inspired of the Father. It's just that simple. I know I've come off as this person that's really got it together, and, and I know I'm always apologizing every show, too. That's going to get old. I don't, but I just I don't know who I'm talking to, and I know sometimes you say some of these things, the first thing people think is, you must think you're better than anybody, or, you know. So, anyway, the open forum tonight is just a little bit about something ahead of my heart there. All of this is a part of this open forum. Like I said, I'm not going to be on no certain one certain thing. So I, again, want to uh, thank those of you that have been following us since 2011. We have people that have been following us since 2011. I want to thank you. I really appreciate it. You don't have to be trying to follow us. So I really, really appreciate those of you that have been tuning in. Some of you have called the show. Lately we haven't been getting phone calls, probably because y'all are shy and don't want people to know you're on the phone lines. I don't really understand it. <laughs> we'll get that many phone calls, and so 
that's okay. Um, I know it is just because I'm on here by myself because probably some of our most listened to shows are Brother Tisk was on here by himself. Thousands of, uh, some of our shows was in the thousands, so I know that's not it. So I just don't know, well, but I do encourage you to call and comment. And uh, the phone number to, if you want to call the show, call this uh, session here, is 914-205-5590. 914-205-5590. Call me and I can, uh, uh, everybody will hear your question, everybody will hear your voice. And that's if you want to get involved with the show. Uh, if you have a question uh, for me, you can type it right there, uh, right here on the uh, Facebook Live, or you can uh, type your comment in the chat room on Blog Talk Radio. We do have a chat room on Blog Talk Radio. And again, those of you that don't that are listening on Facebook Live, and you're saying, "Well, he, he keeps talking about this Blog Talk Radio." Well, Blog Talk Radio is. Our normal home, where we have over 600 shows. Actually, let me play a little something that's going to talk a little bit about that. It'll give Brother Seth a time to get a, uh, something to drink in. Uh, so let me just play a little something that'll tell you about uh, about those shows. So we're gonna be right back, brothers and sisters. I so so I'm so thankful for you uh, that you've tuned in and that you uh, are listening. Uh, like I said, we have a, we're going to have a great time. I may talk about tonight. What's coming your way as I'm getting this uh, ready? What's coming your way tonight? Well, what's coming your way tonight is going to be uh, possibly black females and male relationships. It's something else. We've got to talk about it. It's great and it's horrible. Don't talk about it. Black women I have the utmost respect for. Black men I have the utmost respect for. I love our people. But I think we're poison. And I think we have become our own enemies. Probably enemy number one lives and sleeps with us. Uh, we sleep with them. In other words, we have become our own enemies. You know, the Bible says it about Israel, that your enemy shall be that of your own house. Well, I think that's exactly what we are experiencing. We'll talk about that, maybe. I want to talk about something called the Expo 30. Expo 30 is very, very popular on the on the uh, blog talk radio, um, in our, a lot of our previous shows, because I'm going through 30 areas of life, 30 areas of life. I mean, we're talking about 30 areas of life, like education, like uh, entertainment, history, we're talking about health, we're talking about economics, areas of life where African Americans at the bottom, and we don't want to spend too much time there because it can be very depressing to talk about this Expo 30, but I want to talk about why I think it is and, a, and some solutions as to how to not be at the bottom in every aspect of life. And this is, again, as a nation, not individually. And another thing I may talk about tonight is this topic. So what if we are the Israelites, some of you say? What does it have to do with life today? 
So what, brother Seth? You're always talking about this whole Israelite thing. I just want to ask y'all a question. What if we are yet? What is it going to change? What does it mean today? What does it have to do with our relationships, our children, raising children, work on jobs? So, anyway, these are just a few of the topics I've been thinking about. So, we're just going to see which way I go. So, stay tuned. And plus, there's some others I did mention again. Um, so, let's go ahead and play a little something. something. We'll be right back, brothers and again. I want to thank you so much. We're going to have a lot of fun tonight. I know it was a little long intro, but <laughs> really, all those things we may be talking about tonight. So, here we go. Anytime we do shows, uh, we 
get these little reminders sent with all types of details of what's going on on the next show sent to you. And enjoy the rest of the show, and thank you for tuning in to the Five Star Phone Network. Hello. <laughs> Okay, brothers and sisters, so we'll go ahead and get it going. And again, I want to thank you for um, uh, tuning in tonight. Y'all, tonight's open forum, and I cannot tell y'all how excited I am to be doing this show tonight. Open means we can just kind of jump around, so I don't have to be stuck to on one topic, which I enjoy doing as well. So play a little music in the background. You know how I like it. Hopefully that's not too loud. But brothers and sisters, yeah. I like to talk about uh, starting out black-female relationships, black male and female relationships. You know, the more I live, and I know y'all not down with this whole easy thing. I understand. Trust me. A lot of people are, though. Millions across the world are. You better believe that. You know, when I was in those 24 countries, that's one of the reasons I went to look for people that are living out the scriptures, and they are. They're all around the world, man, not just in Jerusalem. As a matter of fact, I don't even think they're in Jerusalem, to be honest. I'm talking about the real Jews. But one of the things he talks about with the Israelites is their relationships. And uh, a lot of y'all don't know that there is talk about how the enemy, the Bible says your enemy will be of your own household, Israel, a lot of people don't know these scriptures. It baffles my mind when I uh, run across them. So I'm going to look this up where it talks about your enemy shall be of your own household. Now, who is in your household? And this is how you can look it up, brothers and sisters. I, I have these scriptures written down. I don't, I'm not one of those that can say chapter and verse every time I say something. But it does say in the scriptures that your enemy shall be of your own your of your own house. So I want y'all to just check this out. I'm looking this up. So as I look this up, I want to also mention that there's a scripture that talks about in Jeremiah 16 and 16. And this is not necessarily Bible study because I'm going to talk about black people relationships. I'm going to talk about several things, y'all. We're just going to jump around. So show, but it shouldn't be boring tonight. And again, I want to say shalom uh, or welcome to my cousin, uh, sister uh, Phyllis Bell, as well as brother Ben. Uh, we just know him as Phyllis and Ben. So I want to just say hello to them. And these Facebook lives, I'm not really used to looking down, but I'm hearing that when people come to your Facebook Live, they want their name called out. I'm not real good at the etiquette, y'all. Plus, I told you I don't like looking down. So, because I'm going to miss somebody, I know somebody was like, well, he didn't call my name. Like, that's why I don't call names out. But those are my cousins. I had to uh, pay homage. <laughs> the family. It's always good to see that Douglas Kennedy line in the house. They've, they've been very supportive over the... Uh, years with my Facebook, uh, with my blog talk radio show, 
So it's good to see him on Facebook Live as well. But if I don't call your name out there on Facebook, let y'all please know that I'm just because I'm looking at this. When I look this way, I'm looking at my computer, which is scriptures and so forth. But one scripture I want to bring out is Jeremiah 16 and 16. Jeremiah 16 and 16 talks about in the latter days that God was going to, the Most High is going to call people to go and hunt out Israelites. Raise up people to go out and hunt and fish. Use the word fish out. Hunting, hunters and fishers. Hunters and fishers to do what? Fish out Israelites in the earth. Why? Because he's going to do a work with his people in the latter days. And that's what I believe my calling is. I am a hunter, a fisher. That's the purpose of me going to 24 countries. I don't know what it is because I wasn't that super smart in school. But when I found out we was Israel, our lives just made sense in America. Until I found out we were the people of the Bible, there was a lot of questions that my mother can answer. I never really spoke to my grandma about it because I wasn't that old when she was around. I mean, I was a young man, but I, I, I didn't have these questions, put it like that. So I didn't know to ask Big Mama these questions, and, and uh, of course my grandfather wasn't alive, and so I never was close enough as I probably should have with my aunts to be able to ask them. So I just never got an answer of why we're at the bottom of these areas of life that I call the Expo 30. 30 areas of life, just like I said, education, um, history. When I say at the bottom of history, I mean our history is the saddest or the gloomiest or the most shameful. That's what I mean by the bottom. That's what they told us, not the, the truth, though. So when I talk about being at the bottom of the education, graduation rate, what we are taught when we think we are educated, what we are actually taught in school, I mean, at first it was having to use books and books, the, whatever the whites did want. That was our first education. But now today, we can get any book we want. But the fact that we don't get any, uh, our, our schools don't often uh, get the best books. So there's a lot in that. But I don't want to get off into the Expo 30. We will look up in the show. will be over because it's 30 areas, 30 areas. In every single one of those areas, y'all, we're at the bottom. And you have to ask yourself, if there is a God, and if he loves his people, and we are true people of the Bible, why are we at the bottom? Some of y'all don't know that he said that he would not allow this nation to rule if they are disobedient. And every time I say this, I have to say this because some of y'all think I'm saying everybody's cursed. I am not saying that. I will never say all of black people curse. I'm never, ever, ever, ever believe that. I feel like if you obey the Father, you and your household, there is no weapons formed against you. That's not just a cliche. That's a Bible verse. No weapon, no devil in hell can stop you if you, if the Holy Spirit is leading and guiding you. Are you kidding? No, we ain't cursed individually if we obey. Brother says when I suffer defeat, it don't matter if it's sickness, it don't matter if it's lack, it's whatever I suffer. You can just say this under your breath. 
there must be some rebellion somewhere in his life. And I'm not saying, I'm also not one of those Christians or believers that think we ain't never supposed to suffer. We're supposed to suffer for Christ's sake. You know, people that's full of the enemy see Christ in us and will do things to us. The Bible talks about that's going to come. We just got to, but we will defeat those people. They still have to still kill and destroy. They're just going to come after you, but they're not going to be successful. Coming after you might mean you might cry. They ain't supposed to be successful. Maybe for a season may look like they won, but they ain't supposed to be successful against us. They ain't. They are not supposed to be successful in trying to oppress us. They can block you. They can kind of hinder you. But in the end, we will travail. And sometimes, it may be not in this life, but your children will see the victory. In other words, sometimes you may see somebody get murdered, for Christ's sake. And it looked like, well, the enemy won there. <laughs> no, he didn't. The killer got to still live with the guilt. There's children of the victim that's going to live, and, and and it's not over. Judgment is coming. The Father's going to reward because we are connected to uh, each other. We're not just our life. Our children is connected to us. And sometimes when it's time for us to get justice, we may not see it, but our children may see it. They're still us. The Word cannot lie, brothers and sisters. If the Father say they will not defeat us, they will not defeat us. So I don't believe that black people are just be, just losers, you know. I don't think that we're just... Floor mask for a white or any ethnic group. I just don't think the Father would do that with us trying to live for Him and seeking Him and all of this. I just don't believe it, brother. I got sidetracked now. <laughs> That's what I do. Tonight I got a lot coming at you, brothers. We're gonna hit a little. We're gonna move around, so y'all just stay with me, okay? But I want to say this, because the shows I do, uh, I see a lot of white and black, and a lot of people feel like, why do you talk so much about black and white? The number one reason I talk so much about black and white is because it exists. Mankind created it and made it the giant it is. It's in every aspect of life. It controls almost all of the... It's in every tiny aspect of life. What, Brother Seth? The concept of race based upon color. Mistreating each other based upon color. Seeing each other based upon color. Something God never put in the earth. Something man created. Lots of pain, lots of our sisters not picked, mistreated because they was dark. Was too dark. A lot of our sisters mistreated, listen to this one, they were treated better than dark-skinned people, which is abuse for them. Abuse ain't always something that hurts. Sometimes it might feel good and it's abusive. 
But to be treating light-skinned people better than dark-skinned people is abuse to both sides. Yeah. You don't think so? Ask the people that's dark-skinned. So Brother Seth, come on here. And I'm on a mission. I want to attack something that is real. Yeah, but God is more real. Of course God is real. But what I'm running into is believers that have got all this power. And they don't want to fight. I'm running into believers that don't want to talk about the big elephant in the room. I'm running to believers that have something called the Holy Spirit. I'll just pick on this marker. Pretend it's the Holy Spirit. They have the Holy Spirit in them that's able to manifest itself in nine different ways. Power gifts. This thing, this Holy Spirit, just make visualization. This thing can rise up in you and give you a word of knowledge where you can speak into somebody's life what the Father is saying. The believers got that. You cannot underestimate even this show tonight or any show where somebody's speaking the Father because he just may show up. He may just show up. And I have to be careful how I even handle myself. I have to be careful with what I say and even even what I wear, how I present myself. I don't hinder what he is saying through me or what he may be saying through some of you. But we have this gift. I lost it. <laughs> but we have this gift, brothers and sisters. I want the visualization. That's why I want to use this marker. I want y'all to see this Holy Spirit. We have like this thing inside of us, brothers and sisters. And the Bible says that it manifests through nine gifts of the Spirit. So he can speak through us. Word of wisdom. That means if there's something speaking through you, it's not you. You don't have to do with your education level, your experience, how much you travel. It's the Holy Spirit speaking through us. Just conduits of the Holy Spirit. That's what I long to be when I talk these days. Y'all need to hear from me? Ain't nobody. Just, just, just a young man from the East Side Butler Housing Project. I have nothing for you. I seek what the Father is wanting to do through me. And I believe that if I be obedient, and not like a lot of us saints running from white people, or white supremacy, or racism, and when I say white people, I can't, I have to be careful, even with the way I just said that, because a lot of our white, it's not so much white people, let's get this straight, it's white supremacy. But see how that slip? A lot of our white people, a lot of our white brothers are part of the answer, even more so than Brother Seth. 
A lot of them share with me to the degree I have this what I'm saying. So I definitely take that back. I don't mean white people. But we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, spiritual wickedness in high places, against powers, rules of darkness. It is not merely because somebody look a certain way. But brothers and sisters, we as believers have this Holy Spirit, and it manifests itself in nine, nine ways. The word of wisdom, where you're sitting there talking to somebody, or maybe you're on a panel like, or maybe you're sitting in a chair like I am doing a Facebook Live, and the Spirit will speak through you. I long for it. I long for it. That's what I'm about. I ain't got nothing for you. Seth in and of itself is nobody. 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 But with the help of the Most High, through that Ruach HaKadosh we call the Holy Spirit, I am a force to be dealt with, a force to be reckoned with. Be careful how you handle me, how you see me, how you hear me. And I will do the same for you because some of you are operating in that same vein. So, again, tonight, what are we talking about? Several things. We're right now hitting a little bit about Expo 30. But I'm also working on black-female relationships, black-male-female relationships. It's biblical. It's prophecy. But you know, our relationships with the black woman is in prophecy. No, Really? Did you know that we have become public enemy number one to each other? Man, you think I'm about to dog out the black woman, you out of your mind. No, that is not what I'm about to do. Black woman is tops as far as in the flesh, as far as women to me. I love all people. And I think there's nothing wrong with love, marrying love. I don't see no problem with people coming together in love, the band of love. But I hold that black woman top for a reason. So-called black woman. I ain't playing. I'm not going to disrespect black women tonight. That's not what this is about. But I want to show you how the black woman has become public enemy number one. And she will die. Some of them will die for their man. I'm talking about good black women. And I'm talking about good black men. But they have become public enemy number one to each other. It's in the Bible. I'm not making this up. That if they can get rid of the the, the, the the enemy, and I'm not talking about a person, a people, I'm talking about a philosophy, they get rid of a philosophy, I think we can love each other more wholesome. I'm not talking about white people. Some of y'all, that's what y'all think that's all I'm talking about. It's not what I'm talking about at all. I'm talking about Americanism. The way we were raised in this country. Even the whole concept of black and white. It's ruining us. Our women do not see us equal to the white male. They have secrets. If they told you their true thoughts, 
it would break your heart. And our men do not see the black woman equal to the white woman, a lot of them, not mentally. They may think they got a better butt or something, but I'm talking about mentally. If we did, we'd treat them better. And I know there's always exceptions with some of your brothers. Man, I don't know what you're talking about. I think black... Yeah, I hear you. But I'm going to show you some some abuse we're doing to the sisters, and we aren't even aware of it. <laughs> if, if the father leads us that way. So we'll talk about black female, black male female relationship. We can do a little bit on Expo 30, which is 30 areas of life where we're at the bottom. Why are we at the bottom? If there is a God, America is so democratic and where everything is so fair, why are African Americans at the bottom of 30 areas? The brother says called Expo 30. And then we're going to hit this question. Some of y'all tell this whole Hebrew is like, that's why I want to do the whole show. I really want to do the whole show this, but I say, no, I'm not going to do it. Okay. And this person, Kazmaz, please don't come here and talk about your show. That's disrespectful. Um, it's just disrespectful. Two of you pop in and talk about their show. All right? It's not a time to be talking about your show. Uh, it's a time to be getting, engaging in the conversation on the floor. So um, the, the other thing I want to talk about is when it, when it says, so what if we are, some of y'all are saying, so what if we are the Israelite brother? What if we are the people of the Bible, Seth? You keep talking about this. So what? What does that got to do with our life, our relationship with our women? Well, I'm about to hit that a little bit tonight. If we are the true Jews of the Bible, what does that have to do with anything, brother? That's actually people that actually say that to me. You don't understand who the Jewish people are in our world. They're the ones that gave the earth a blueprint as a nation how to live for the most high. The Jewish people was once called the perfection of beauty, the joy of the whole earth. Israel was a barometer. Israel was a thermostat. Israel was a thermometer. They set the environment, and you can watch them to get an idea of what's going on. They have prophets that was way back thousands of years ago that could see us today. Those same prophets are still in the nation of Israel. If we are the Israelites, do you know what I'm saying? Brother said, so what if we are the Jews? What has this got to do with today? Who are you actually asking me that? I don't think people understand that we act in this world. If we go and do business and we go, if we go and be a millionaire or a billionaire, we pull that energy from a place of identity. Steve Jobs, them, Bill Gates, them, them people feel like they are second to nobody. You can't be all in the background fitting less and do those kinds of things they did. I only mention them because some of y'all are impressed by them. Bill Clinton. He would have 
healthy self-esteem as far as the earth is concerned. You can't tell people anything, talk to them any kind of way. The bushes, they feel like, oh, they're pulling from their identity. Gorbachev, Russian, pull from his identity. Vladimir Putin, they're pulling from their identity. Okay, I'm only mentioning this person's comment because I do respect them, and I didn't realize this was Pastor McCrae, but she was talking about her show. But she says, um, it's me, Pastor McCrae. We need to stop being so uh, adversarial about the possibility of someone else coming up. I was pointing out what the Holy Spirit gave to me. Simply want, uh, simply wanted your opinion. But goodbye. You're being, you're being disrespectful. Well, hopefully you didn't hang up, Sister McCrae. I didn't know what you meant. And I told y'all when I'm doing this, I can't read. I can read. I'm not blind either. But I'm doing this on my phone. Sister McCrae, please hear me out. The McCrae's have been on the Five Sister Network. And uh, I would like for her to comment after what I'm saying right now. I did not know that was your number one. You got a different name. If I'd have saw you because of your name, I would have been more patient because I know your spirit. But because of that name, and you mentioned the show that I didn't remember your show right away, she was mentioning a point, and I need to go back to her point because these these people are part of the solution, y'all. I just got it wrong. I can I told y'all I got issues, so I got it wrong. All right, I apologize. So, sister, please accept my apology. Type it there so I, we know we cool. But she say, uh, hey, Seth, did you see my RPM show on the term black? Please see it and let me know what you think. See, she was on point. But all I saw was a person i never seen before saying, did you see my show? And I just jumped to the conclusion. That's what I mean by that. That's why I don't, like some, that's why I don't call out names because I'll be reading stuff wrong just like I did her. And she probably already hung up on the show. So anyway, um, I just messed up. So if you, if you, if her or Ronnie is on, please know I apologize. So anyway, brothers and sisters, people ask me. This is open forum, so we're just jumping around, y'all. So don't say, brother, said you're jumping around. Today I would jump around. It's open forum. But uh, 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 again, I apologize, uh, Ronnie and uh, uh, Sandra McCrae. They're ministers, and they've been on the Five Swim Stone Network. As a matter of fact, you can Google them, that name, and you can Google uh, Ronnie or uh, either Cassandra McCrae, Blog Talk Radio, Five Swim Stone. You can get, they was on like four shows. And they, those particular, that particular couple, couple cast out devils, they are, they are a powerhouse. So I definitely, definitely um, should be apologizing. So anyway. Again, y'all, that's why. So now I probably won't read these names because I got that wrong. I don't want to mess up on my Facebook Live. So strike one, brother said. So, again, some of you say, well, what if we are the Israelites? So what? What does that mean? That's got to do with my bill. What does that do with my woman? What does that everything do with your woman? Because if you don't see your woman the proper way. See, brother says, here's the problem. We're acting out as a nation. There's two conversations going on. 
individually, you and your household. That's one thing. And then what's happening with us as a nation. Some things relate to the nation but don't relate to you because you're obedient. But some of y'all know y'all ain't obedient. You know you ain't seeking the Bible and all that. So you really, you're part of all of those churches that, that the nation's under now. Why I do not no longer believe that God is behind white people, because I think we've been here over past 400 years. And that's a whole other teaching. But I do believe that the, the Bible says it, that the Father would hiss to the nations of the north and call them down to Jerusalem. Talks about it. I've talked about it many times on this show. The scripture said he would call all of the families of the north. The Bible said he would call all of the families of the north down to Jerusalem, and he would utter his judgment. So, I believe, brothers and sisters, now bear with me. You know, that just threw me because, again, I'm not trying to offend people. And if I do offend you, give me a chance, y'all. Don't hang up on me just because I get something wrong. But... I did come pretty hard out at her, but th- you see, I am I'm, I'm very sensitive to people. I don't want to hurt my feelings because that's a child of the most high, and you're offending. You really are. The Bible says it. You're not supposed to offend this thing. So, anyway, so I want to go back to uh, to the people that are saying, Brother Seth, okay, so what if we are, man? What if we are Israelites? Brothers and sisters, it's the best way I can explain this is something like my wife was saying. Seth, you got a good point. She said, if I found out tomorrow that I am not who I think I am, say like if you was a foster child. You didn't know you was a foster child. And no disrespect to foster children. I just... Actually, I'm, I'm getting inspirations from their life right now, if you listen. But if you found out tomorrow that you're not who you think you are, that this is a foster name you got, and that you're real people live in Utah, you can, you can even hate people. You can even hate Utah. When you hear that, that your true family is in Utah, you're going to want to get on a plane and go to Utah. Everybody want to be their true identity. Identity is major, brothers and sisters. Are you kidding? So what if we are Israelites? What does that have to do with life? Are you kidding me? Spanish, uh, way maker in Spanish, y'all. <laughs> but if you found out tomorrow, brothers and sisters, what I found out, you would do like Brother Seth. That's why I talk so much about it. I'm saying, so you mean to tell me all our life we've been lied to, that we're not really black? I know we're not African Americans. I remember when they started saying that. But are you meaning to tell me we're living an identity that was just given us? This is what happened to me. And I started acting different. 
start looking at ministers that I looked up to way up here different. Got up off the ground. I didn't even know I was on the ground. And I started talking like I'm talking right now. Everybody know me know I'm not playing when I say I don't I take a back seat to nobody. If Bill Clinton them and the Bushes and all these folks are pulling from a place of privilege or whatever, and I find out I'm a part of the people of God. The ancient people of God, blood is running through my veins. You really think I'm going to be right here asking for an autograph? Mm-mm. No, sir. Tell y'all about a story in first class. I was on a trip, I forget where. Been a lot of places in the state. Been everywhere almost. I've been almost, 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 not quite. But I've been to probably every major city in the United States. Pretty much. And I've been to 24 countries. I haven't been all over the world, but just little 24 countries. When I would travel off the time, I would fly first class because I was an employee. Like I'm rich and nothing. But first class is first class, right? And I remember being on first class. Listen to this story. You want to hear from the Most High? Here you go. So I was looking at this white gentleman. I say white for a reason. And, uh, my sister will like this. She's in the house. I see her. Again, I don't look down normally. And um, Alcee Chris, Pastor Alcee Chris is in the house. Uh, so, again, y'all, if, you, if you're in the house, I don't call your name out. Please don't be offended. So, anyway, um, this white gentleman was night dressed nice. And being in first class and knowing I'm an employee of an airline, I know I ain't paid no $9,000 for a ticket. So I'm kind of still in first class, though. I mean, they treat us just like anybody else. We get the little wet towels and everything. And I think it's an international flight, but I'm not sure. I love to go over the water, Atlantic or the Pacific, in uh, first class for sure. That's the best, the best times when you almost got to have first, at least for me, as far as enjoying, really, if you really want to enjoy your travel, and you're traveling that long, if it's a long flight, you got to, anyway, so there he was, dressed really nice, and I don't always do this, but sometimes I do, I look at people and I wonder, wonder what do they do, wonder what kind of life they have, just sometimes, not a lot, especially if I'm doubting myself, and this was one of those times where I was kind of in a funk, doubting myself. And I think I was going somewhere in the States now that I think about it. So listen to what happened, brothers and sisters. Check this out. Y'all tell me what you think of this. I began to start second-guessing myself and saying, look at him. He's, he's in a nice suit. He had his laptop up, and he was working, and I kind of can see what was on the laptop. It was a grid, like a business grid, like he was looking at projections or something for the next year or something like that. 
And I begin to start making, just talking what if he's probably this, he's probably that. And I start feeling a little bit intimidated. This happened to men. So I remember thinking to myself, and the Father loves me. You're about to see. This is what I mean when we do these Facebook lives. We're talking about always on the table in the background is signs, wonders, and miracles. Even though that's not the title of the show, I'm always want to talk about God's power because we live in a world now where people just don't believe in God's power no more. So I'm looking at this guy. I'm feeling intimidated. He's got better clothes on than me. You know, I have my laptop too, but I'm thinking, okay, look at me. I got my laptop. I'm doing. My, I'm going to. I'm flying. I think I'm going to Atlanta somewhere now. I think about it's kind of coming. But I begin to kind of feel a little bit intimidated, and, and I see Sister, uh, uh, Sister Michelle from uh, Cheney from uh, Cincinnati. I want to welcome her. Uh, I think that's Michelle from Cincinnati. But if you are, I'm pretty sure yeah, that's her. But. Uh, Good to see her in the house, y'all. Went to Arlene and I went to Cincinnati not too long ago, and, and keep her in your prayers. Y'all have to know nothing. Just pray for Sister Michelle. We do declaring the victory over the enemy. Uh, she said, "Hello, beautiful human." But here's <laughs> Sister. She. This is one of the persons that went out uh, was at the Saracen. Y'all see what I mean by can't look down because all these people are attached to history. You know, and so the other y'all are missing. What about me? So, again, Sister Michelle is going through a little something, and we're declaring the enemy is defeated in her life and that her body is healed. Yes, we are, and I will see you again, Sister Michelle. Sister Arlene and I will come see you like we did last night. We are not done with you in your life. Know that. But this is a one of so-called white ladies that I had a very interesting conversation with the Sarah Center. That woman right there, Arlene and I and her would talk, that lady, my God. Anyway, so I'm in first class, and um, I'm intimidated by this white gentleman because I feel like he's the real deal. I'm perfect, perfect first, they ain't really paid for nothing. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, and I mean that, y'all. Y'all pray for Michelle Cheney. Pray that the, the Father would just send a tornado healing through her body. Pray. I don't know what she, it don't matter. How would you feel if the enemy was attacking your body? Michelle Cheney, your situation is no match for the most high. It ain't about Brother Seth, I'm nobody. I'm talking about that name he's given us. The name he's given us, use that name. It ain't based upon your marriage, your goodness, or badness, or whatever you're doing or not doing, or your life. It ain't about the good in your life or the bad in your life. It's about his name he's given us. We just got to believe it, Michelle. We just got to believe it, Michelle. And anybody else, Seth, ain't about me. I'm just a conduit of the word. The scripture says he went into the village and he healed them all. He always healed them all. He always healed them all. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Does he want to heal? Of course he do. So just know that the Father wants you healed. But it's just a matter of us receiving and believing it. That's for Michelle Chang. 
And I want to uh, encourage you to do something, Michelle. Y'all, let's silo. This is our friend in Cincinnati. Michelle, I want to encourage you to do something. On YouTube, it's, it's, it's a series called Christ the Healer by F.F. Bosworth. F.F. Bosworth, Christ the Healer. I ain't never prayed for nobody back then. Now, I read this book by F.F. Bosworth called Christ the Healer. And I'm going to get back to the story first class when we talk about the power of God, what he shared with me. But to Michelle Cheney, F.F. Bosworth, on YouTube, his son put his daddy's book online. It's free now. And you can listen to it, talking about healing. I promise to God, if you would just listen to F.F. Bosworth, Christ the Healer, that book get rid of every lie you can think of about not being healed. God don't want me healed. It was Paul's thorn. It's my time to go. Anything. Any lie that the enemy is saying, he addressed. He addressed with scripture. And he comes out and says, the Father wants us all healed. The Father... Christ here tomorrow. I remember, that. and I'm going to get on y'all. I just got to because Michelle, it's a big event in Cincinnati. We went to not too long ago. It's, we, we just came to Cincinnati, and it was, we went there for Michelle. And uh, but the Bible says he went to a village, y'all, and he healed the whole city. He healed the whole village. Now you know, in that village, there was a liar, cheater, thief, molester, somebody fooling around with their child. But he healed them all. That's what F.F. Bosworth was saying in his book, Christ the Healer, that's on YouTube, audio, buy the book if you can. But that man, when he said that, I got to thinking, hmm, I know I'm not a liar, cheater, thief. You know, I may struggle with some things I struggle with. But I read that book, and I took that book, and I was there with a friend of mine named Dan Wallace. I put that book down. She said, I will F.F. Bosworth, Frank, Frank, Foxtrot, Foxtrot, F.F. Bosworth. Read it. And you the type of person, she's the type of person, she's going to read it. Go listen to that book, uh, 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 Michelle. If you don't do nothing else, listen to the whole series. Buy the book if you can. Man, I read that book. I've never prayed. I've seen mom and them praying for people over there putting their hands all on But I ain't never did none of that. That was my mom and Billy and the prayer of faith on people. I ain't never did nothing like that. I read that book by F.F. Bosworth, Christ the Healer. F. is in Fox, F. is in Fox, Bosworth, F.F. Bosworth, Christ the Healer. When that man got on the air, the chapter, see the chapter of, of a section of the book we talked about, and Christ healed them all, I got the revelation. The Bible says he's the same yesterday, today, forever. God don't do no changing. We have to change here and there because we ain't like him. But once we become like him, we don't change either. I don't like changes. <laughs> so I just want to do it right the first time. I just want God's word. And then over the years, watch people try to come at me and fall, come at me and fall, because what I'm saying is of God. I don't want to change. It's hard to believe some of them. I remember when they were someone that was no gender Hebrew. I wrestled with that like, nah, because all of a sudden you said Jesus. I didn't want to change. I don't want to say no Yeshua's name, Jesus. Follow up. And it's okay if you want to, I'm not trying to bring that up. But I'm saying, I don't want to change. I want to be saying the right name. I want to be believing the right thing. I don't want to change. 
folks who've been lied to. We full of lies. Anyway, I read after Bob's work, Christ the healer, and he said, and he healed them all. And I knew if he's the same yesterday, today, and forever, then he wants to heal all the people in the city today. Just some of these pastors throw you off with all these weird doctors. Well, you know, God may want to try to teach you something. Isn't that what the Holy Spirit, I just mentioned earlier, the Holy Spirit have nine gifts, and two of the gifts, one of the gifts is the word of wisdom and the word of knowledge. Ain't that, ain't that enough to learn? The Holy Spirit in you? Why well, gotta take you, give you all kind of stuff, put stuff in your body to teach you something? And do everybody get sick, get the message if he is teaching you something? No. I don't believe that. Anyway. Brothers and sisters, true story. May God do something to me if I'm lying right now, all my family. Don't bring your family. Don't bring your family. No, I'll bring my family because I want you to know I ain't lying. Lying is not one of my weaknesses. F.F. Boss, which in his book, says, and y'all just forget the little noise in the background, washing clothes and all kinds of things. That is kind of loud, though. But it was only for a quick second. So watch what happened. And my cousin Vince said, I'll pray for you. There you go, Vince. Y'all pray for Michelle Cheney. She's good people. Good people. My God, her 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 daughter was uh, my Arlene's uh, uh, assistant. They're some good people, man. <laughs> They're some good people. If you only knew Michelle, you'd love her. You'd love her like your sister. I miss them so much. Anyway, you know, white people, you can just just tell your story, be honest and open with. You know, they're good people. Then her son. He, Eli, miss them. <laughs> I miss them, y'all. But, uh, so F.F. Bosworth, and I only love her, that woman right there. This is what Michelle Cheney told me years ago. She says to me, she probably tripping and I'm going to say this. Y'all, this is my friend. I know I'm, I know there are all kinds of friends online. Pastor Chris is there. My sister is there. My cousin is there. But, y'all, just listen. Because we talk a lot about white and black. I want y'all to know this is one of the people I'm talking about. Anyway. Michelle Chaney pulls me off to the side one day and says these words. Seth, be good to Arlene. She's a good one. This is the way she said it. Well, you already knew that. Yeah, but it was how she said it. See, they was talking about Arlene and her were talking about You know, women don't always say that. Some of the women may be trying to get with you or something. Or something. Everybody just don't pay those kind of... Here's the way she said it. I knew she loved and would give her life for Arlene. And then her daughter worked for her, was a administrative assistant, uh, Ashley. <laughs> Good people. Ashley was top-notch. Now Ashley I moved up in the city of Cincinnati. I told Ashley she needed to run for mayor. That girl is Powerful in the city of Cincinnati. Ashley is a force we reckon now. Arlene is on watching. Well, Arlene, now that you're on Facebook Live with us, welcome, my wife. Well, Michelle is on there as well. We've got a lot of people in the house, Pastor Chris, others. But y'all, really quickly. So I was in first class. And I look at this white gentleman. 
Now, I feel intimidated because of his briefcase. And he's just looking like he's the real deal. And there I am with a briefcase and my laptop. But I'm going somewhere. I think I was flying somewhere to minister something. Something or talk with somebody. I'm always trying to push these five smooth songs. These five topics we call the five smooth songs. So I got my little papers and, you know, what the Father's given me, I felt. And I'm looking. And I was already probably headed out. You know, and I'm kind of, you know, feeling a little intimidated by this guy. Because I know he paid for sure like $6,000 to be in that seat. And our little laptop was really a nice laptop. And then the graph, I can just tell he was some business executive. And I remember the Holy Spirit like yesterday. Oh, oh, I'm jumping around, I know. That's a false word, my bad. I gotta tell the story for for Sister Michelle Cheney and the rest of y'all that didn't hear in my last Facebook live. We'll get back on the first class. I'm not trying to tease you. <laughs> I'm not trying to tease you, but we'll jump back to the first class for Michelle Cheney. So this is not just for Michelle, this is for anybody that knows somebody or you in your body. It's even for you, brother Seth, you too. But the father is a healer. Well, I know people that believe God and they died. Yeah, a lot of us will lose the battle. But a lot of us will win. It's a war. You get the enemy, you get another enemy, take him out, take this one out, then next thing you look up, you took out. It's a war. You don't win every battle. Or we should, but... Because we don't always listen like we should and follow the Holy Spirit closely, we lose battles. Some of us will die trying to be. Yes, I have to say that. But it ain't going to be you. So watch what happens. F.F. Boswell, Christ the healer. Never prayed for nobody. Never laid hands, none of that stuff. Mama them. It was all mama them. So in this chapter says that Christ healed them all. And I got the revelation that I had already, the Lord had already been dealing with me about how he's the same. He don't change. The Father really don't change. He don't like change. He don't, Yah of Israel, the God of the heavens, does not change. <laughs> it's being been that way for billions of years. I'm talking about Christ's Father. He don't change. I don't think Christ changed either. Changes for people that don't line up with God. Changes for people that don't line up with the scriptures. Well, I don't want to do it God's way. Okay, you want to do a lot of changing. But once you line your life up, if Brother Seth can line his life up, which is not, but if I can, then I won't have to suffer change. I have to change. Change is for those of us that's not like God. That's why I said, now do you understand why I said earlier in the broadcast, I want every time I say something to be eternal, I want my words to be around when I'm dead and gone. 50, 60, 70, 100, 200 years now. I remember Seth said a long time ago, who's Israelite? Now, who, look around, everybody believe it now. And all these pastors, now look at all of them, all I'm saying it now. Not to get this glory for me, maybe a little, but for the most high to get the ultimate glory. And so my life won't be just, some of y'all will see my value after I'm gone. 
FF Bossworth. So when I recognize that I believe that the Father was the same yesterday, today, and forever, and that He wants us healed, Christ heals everybody, unless they just when they say they didn't believe in Him. It's talking about those that rejected him, saying, you know, you marriage, baby, you this, that, you this, that. The Bible talks about in a certain area where he couldn't do very miracles because they were saying, I know who you are, you, you know. They was on that, you're not who you say you are thing. They was rejecting the message. But there was one man that said, he said, do you believe? And he said, help my unbelief. The man had unbelief. He got healed. Christ wants everybody healed. If we can just know that he wants us healed, it's half the battle. Then the next part of the equation is, or am I good enough for the healer? You're just as good as anybody else. So I begin to look at my foot. I just stepped on the nail. I stepped on there, and Dan was my witness. I was hopping around that apartment. I stepped on there, went through my foot, and the bottom of my foot was fat, you know, like on, you know, like like this is the bottom of your foot. It was it was it was, it was a little raised. It was fat. It was kind of puffy. Where it was swollen, and I was sitting there reading F. F. Bosworth, Christ the Healer. May the Father do something to me if I'm lying. Sister Michelle Cheney and anybody else, especially you, Seth, is reminded to myself what happened that day. I remember getting my foot, and I remember praying something along this line. Father, in the name of Jesus, I command this swelling as I learned, you can talk to this circumstance. I'm trying to be super spiritual right now. I'm telling y'all what happened to me. Christ, in the book F. F. Bosworth, Christ spoke to trees and com- commanded nature. It's not always a, a disease. He spoke to nature. All throughout the Old Testament, those prophets sometimes did things with nature. The prophet dropped his axe head into the water, and the man just didn't want to go back to the man that loaned him the axe head without the axe head. A prophet said, Father, he commanded the axe head to float, and the axe head, that piece of metal, floated up, and he took the man back his axe. They commanded the sun to stand still. They spoke to nature. <laughs> well, I don't know if you It don't matter if you or I never do it. Just know that it happened for them. And it's available for us. So it's not just about commanding the sick. So anyway... I pray, Father, in the name of Jesus, I command this swelling to go down. I command healing for my leg. 
Father, I just ask you to touch my knees. I'm not used to praying, y'all, so I'm not going to maybe say it all right. Not the way you like it. I say, Father, in Jesus' name, I command this swelling to go. I touch my foot. I command this. I, re- I rebuked it. Just like Christ. I'm just trying to follow this Christ. And, y'all, after I prayed that prayer again, something to the effect of, Father, in Jesus' name, I command the swelling to go down. I command the swelling to go down. I'm sure I said it more than once. I command the swelling to go down. Father, I know you want me healed. Heal my body in Yeshua's name or in Jesus' name. Not Yeshua. I'm so used to saying it now. But I say in Jesus' name. And y'all, God is my witness what happened next. Now look at my hand. This is my foot. It's supposed to look like this, like your foot. But my foot looked more like that because it was swollen. So I was... Praying for my foot, and I remember when I got through praying, I'm sure my eyes was probably closed. Back then, I would close my eyes. When I open my eyes, I want y'all to look at my hand. My foot looked like that. It looks normal. But I'm thinking, okay, you don't know if that really happens there. I thought something along those lines, like doubting, like, you know, somebody might say, well, if you doubt it, how did it happen? I don't know. Good question. One of the gifts of the Spirit is a gift of healing. I talked about a word of wisdom, a word of knowledge. One of the gifts of the Spirit, when the Spirit manifests, is a gift of healing. I don't know if this will get to healing. I don't know who's based my faith. I don't know. I don't know. All I know is this happened. So I remember standing up, and there was no pain. I was like, and I remember walking around going, oh, my God. I didn't say thank you, God, or nothing yet. I was like, oh, And I remember thinking, I just got healed. I just got healed. And then I think I said, thank you, God. And it was on then. I started telling everybody, God want us healed. Folks, God want us healed. Folks, God want us healed. Folks, God want us healed. He want us healed. And he want us healed. Like Bob Nichols said, if you never cash the check, the count still has the money in it. But why not you, Michelle? And don't feel bad if you don't have faith. Do like the man said. Mimic the scriptures he said. Christ said, do you believe? So he probably said it to you, Michelle. Do you believe? Tell him what the man said. Lord, help my unbelief. Say it. Help my unbelief. Because he got healed. Then believe you're going to get healed like he got healed. I'm not playing tonight. Y'all, Michelle kind of got me off course because I care about her. I love her. Yes, I do. But more importantly, most I love her. Most I want to hijack my show, my Facebook Live, and talk about Michelle Chang. We talk about Michelle Chang. Pray for Michelle Chambers. Matter of fact, let's do it now. How about that? Pray for Michelle Chambers just like I pray for my leg. How about that? Right now. Don't just sit there looking because I ain't trying to. Ain't, it ain't about me. I probably ain't got nothing for you. I don't have nothing for you. Nothing. I'm just reminding us 
of what the scripture says. I was reminded by F.F. Bosworth in his book, Christ the Healer. And I'm reminding you right now. So, Arlene came in the room because she's going to agree with us. Nobody planned. You, listener, is Michelle Cheney. Michelle, and you, whatever our issues are with God's our body, they are no match for the Most High. I told you I ain't nobody. I'm just a mouthpiece. I'm just saying what happened in ancient times and people experiencing all over this world. Healing. I'm nobody. The Bible said he heals them all. So let's pray. Father, in Jesus' name. Father, in Jesus' name. We do not come to you based on our merits, good things we've done, bad things we've done. Father, we cancel us out of the picture. Please do not hear us tonight based upon who we are. We come to you based upon who Christ is. Based upon Christ's works. Based upon Christ's authority he's given us. And we lift up our sister, Michelle Cheney, that has an enemy in her body. Something alien to your kingdom, something alien to your purpose, something alien to her life is in her body, is in her temple, your temple, which is her, causing wreaking havoc in her organs. We are the church. You give us the authority. You give us the name. And we use the name and authority, and we command this alien enemy in Michelle Cheney's body to cease in your maneuver. We curse this illness in her body right now as the church. And we know that you said, so whatsoever we bind upon this earth is bound in heaven. So we're not by ourselves. We, along with the heavens, bind the enemy operating in her body. We bind the enemy operating in her body. I say we as the church bind the enemy from operating in her body. We cancel its assignment. We command the enemy to leave her body and her body be restored. Touch her body, Father, just like you touched my leg that day. You are the healer, and we will give you glory. Yes, we will. We take authority over the enemy as the church. In Jesus' name, we all agree. We all agree. And we declare it so. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 It's not about us, brothers and sisters. Thank you, Sister Arlene. It's not about us. 
It ain't about us. Oh, no, not tonight. It ain't about Brother Seth. Above my pay grade. Let's take a little break. Let's take a little break. We'll be right back. Got more to talk about. Got some serious things to talk about. Let's take a little break. Um, so let's see what we can do. Let's see what we do. Wow. Let's just play a little worship here. We'll be right back, brothers and sisters, again. You tune to the Fire Sister Network. I'm Brother Seth, y'all. Taking a little break. We'll be right back. Just a little something, something.
soon, baby. We're back, brothers and sisters. Again, I want to thank y'all for tuning into this Facebook Live, doing what I've been doing every single week for the last two months, and really since 2011, blogging and trying to just be a voice people of the most high. Missing it. Sometimes I'm in my own flesh thinking I'm in the Father. Sometimes spot on. Sister Michelle Cheney, you did not hijack no show. I just felt like the most high hijacked it. Because you're not the only one suffering from the sickness. You were. Michelle, we'll see you next year when we come back to Cincinnati. Know that. You ain't going nowhere. I tell you, you ain't going nowhere. Our God is a consuming fire. How can you say that? You don't know what the Lord will. That's what some of y'all think. Let me tell y'all something. Actually, I've already told you. The Father healed my leg. Make the long story short, Brother Dan and Brother Kathy Davis, if she comes on, Kathy Joe's no longer with us. But there's many saints. Some of them have went on to be with the Father, older, old in age. Some just want to be with the Father. But, folks, we're in a battle. 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 And the Father has healed too many people all over this world. There's too many miracles. There's too many people. I don't understand. Too many doctors doing this. I don't understand. There's too many of them to say this is no, this is not true. No, it's true. He's a healer. You better believe me. I believe the scriptures. <laughs> well, I know somebody they bleed and they die. You had better believe God. All of us. And we we need to be getting close to the Father where we would trust Him more. All of us. Starting with Brother Seth. Because I remember when that happened, I started calling people. Listen, turn that down. I started calling people. I can name the people. Y'all know Tamla Man, right? She used to sing at a church called Holy Tabernacle. The Robinsons was there. Carrie Robinson and her husband, Cassandra Down. Uh, Helen Collins was there. Joe and Kathy Davis was there. The Fish, what's her name? Uh, oh, Lord. Back in that time, when Tamla used to come to there and they used to be all shot. Brother Seth. <clears throat> was placed briefly over outreach. Pastor Sample is still alive. Go ask him. I saw him in Cincinnati not too long ago. You remember me? I remember when we went out to eat. I saw him not too long ago at Wise Cafeteria. Not, well, about three years ago I saw him at, uh, uh, anyway, Pastor Sample and Brother Seth. I went to that man's church after getting healed. I was going around Castlewood, right there at the corner of Ramey and 820 by Dunbar High School. I used to go around that whole apartment complex praying for people. And that's the year I won like 
74 people to the Lord. And I would hope people, Michelle would say, when I go to talk to them about the Father, no matter what they say, well, you know, I'm not really ready right now, you know, or they might tell them, hi, <laughs> whatever they talk. But I remember telling them about the gospel. And if they say, uh, I'm sick or they had a need, I love that. Because I believed God want everybody healed. So if they say, well, you know, that my back is hurting right now, and then I will share the gospel. If they say it back here, I'll be like, all right, now God can heal them. They're going to see what I'm saying is true. So I promise to God, God is my witness, y'all. Unless some people just lied to me. That, that could have lied. They could have. But I would pray and say, well, God is going to heal you. He's going to show you he's a healer. And he's not just a healer of your body. He can heal of your finances, your mind, and all this. And I will pray for them, y'all. And they get God healed. And I would ask for the Father to do it right then. I'm not trying to get them saved next week. I want them to get saved right now. I want them to accept the Father right now. I know I talk a lot about healing, healing, healing. But I don't know, maybe that's my gift. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Because if the Holy Spirit is in me, the Bible says there's nine things he can do. And he's in you too. So go put it all on me like, oh, says, well, maybe you. No, you do. Nine gifts. And I'm trying to laugh to keep it light. But it's serious. The Holy Spirit is real. It's real. The Bible says He sent to this earth to teach us the ways of the Father, but He manifests Himself in nine manifestations. Word of wisdom, we talked about, a word of knowledge, gifts of healing. Maybe that's what I have. But it don't mean he's not a healer for all everybody. Well, no, you have a gift of healing, brother said. No, I don't. There's a lot of times I pray, no, nothing happened. A few times I pray people got worse. Because I was in doubt and sin and all of that. But what I'm trying to say is, listen to me, brothers and sisters. The Bible says you pray in faith, you shall receive. The Bible says any to touch, agree on any one thing that shall be done. We all have to believe. The Bible says if you don't believe, when you come to God, you must believe that he is, number one, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek you. Seek him. One more time. He said in order for you to even come to God, you must believe that he is. Those of you that say, well, I don't know if he really is. Okay, you don't qualify for healing. If he's going to heal you by mercy, then okay, he can heal you just by mercy. Just have mercy upon you. But you really can't claim it because you don't even believe in God. So you want the people that's got to get healed by his mercy or his grace. But the Bible says it's available for us. He wants us healed. He wants us healed. All of us. He's not trying to teach us nothing to no healing, to no sickness. That's your Bible. 
it's bigger than me, y'all. I know I'm sitting up in this little chair, but look, it's bigger than me. It's older than me. It's older than my mother. Older. It's older than the, this 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 whole country. It's older than the Father desire us to be healed. The Bible, not the Bible, science say whenever we get anything happen in our body, it starts to try to repair itself. If God didn't want us here, why would he put this repair mechanism? How is it that our bodies are trying to heal itself, but God don't want us healed? That don't make no sense to me. I'm talking to these pastors that be like, well, you know, God may be trying to teach you. No, he ain't. Shut up with that. My wife makes this cup of coffee. Really good, y'all. It's just the Bible says healing is the children's bread. Go and read the book, all of you. Or get the, download the book or listen to the book on audio called by F.F. F. Bosworth. F is in Fox, F is in Fox, Bosworth, Christ the Healer. It'll change your life. I gotta read again. Me and my, I told my wife we gotta sit down and listen to it again. That man attacked every lie you ever heard about healing. It was Paul had a thorn in the flesh. He addressed that. God may not want me healed. He didn't want to teach me something. It just may be my time. George Burns sitting right around looking at new models, just doing all kinds of stuff. Man, literally 100 years old. All these people don't have no fear of God living be 100 years old, and here we are trying to live right, and we got to be that guy die early. I don't think so. He want us healed. And if we don't receive it, it's not a problem. He receives us when it's time for us to go. And we still go be with him. But he don't want us early. He want us healed. He just comes to get us because he knows what time because of our choices. But this is not his realm. He, the Bible says the earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof, but the authority on earth he gave to men. It says he's put all things under him. i got to read this. I gotta read. So I want to get back to the first class too, but I gotta read this. My my my. Bible says he has put all things under man. God is not the authority in the earth is not his; it's ours. He gave it to us. It's not that we're more powerful than him. He just gave us the authority. He built a house, but he says you you live in it and you can determine who comes and goes. The place we live, we may be paying a mortgage or something, but the authority in the earth is ours. Even a person that owns, runs the, owns a mortgage company, if they come in here on a nail, they get shot. God made the earth, but the authority in the earth is ours. We dictate what, how far the devil go in our life. We dictate whether or not we want to receive his healing or reject his healing. We receive whether or not we want to accept his prosperity or reject his prosperity based upon how we part and how we see ourselves. The Bible says, in Hebrews, he has put all things under man. I want everybody, I don't care where, I I wasn't trying to get into the Bible. I understand. That's why some of y'all don't know these things, some of you. Lord have mercy. Mm-mm-mm. I didn't mean to go this route, but maybe the Father wanted us to. 
earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof, but the authority he has given to mankind is not his. He gave it away to us for a time. And then at some point, he's going to take it back. But he has given us the authority. That's why we pray. That's why the prophet commands that access to float, going against gravity, going against all kind of laws. That's why the prophet commands the sun to stand still. That's why they talk to God with such an authority. Moses talking about, you know, if you do this to your people, this is what's going to happen, and the other nations is going to say you're a bad God. And the Bible says you repented. Of course, I think that was Christ in his form of glory, not the Most High, Yah, his, his Father, but Moses talking to the most high, the, talking to the to, to the to, to the God of the Old Testament like that. He understood this earth is ours. Now I know y'all saying, "Well, brother, I don't know about that." Just listen to the scriptures. Forget me for a minute. Forget about me. Just listen to the scripture. You tell me what you think, what you feel in your spirit. Listen to Hebrews, the book of Hebrews. Chapter 2, and I'm going to start at verse 6. This may be the most powerful thing you ever heard in your life. Could be. It's one of the things, the most powerful thing I've heard in my life. But one in a certain place testifies, saying, What is man that thou art mindful of him, and the son of man that thou visited him? In other words, what is this being that you are mindful of him? Are the sons of man that you visit? What is what is what you most high dealing with these people or dealing with this thing called man? What is man? What is what are we? That was he asking. One certain place. But one in a certain place testified, saying, What is man that thou art mindful of him, or the son of man that thou visit him? Why would you visit man, Mosiah? What's up with man? Oh, we're about to tell you. Verse 7. Thou madest him, thou madest him a little lower than the angels. Thou crownedest him with glory and honor. And this set him over the works of thy hand. This, I'm not going to interpret nothing. Just listen. Thou madest him a little lower than the angels. Turn this down just a little bit. Thou madest him, man, a little lower than the angels. Thou crowned him with glory and honor. And thou didst set him over the works of thy hand. So the works that he created, he set man over it. That's what I was just saying. But it's going to make it clear. Listen. Thou hast put all things in subjection. You hear that song that came on? I didn't even plan it like this. Look. Listen to this song, and I didn't even time it. Listen. The Father, you works in mysterious ways. Listen. it up here. Y'all listen. You hear that? So here's a song just pops on while I'm talking, and all these songs are not related to what I'm saying. 
But the timing, don't don't think it's just go after them. Not putting 
all things under him, he put it under us. Of course, he has all authority, all power. But for this space of time, he put all things under mankind. This is our earth, not the devil's earth. The command of spirits, like Christ, hollering to Christ and hollering to people, spirits and people, begging them, please don't dormant us. And they did it to the disciples too, please. This is ours. If we never use the authority, okay, like Bob Nichols said, my old pastor said, Catholic Cathedral, the money is in the bank. Whether or not you write the check, it's still yours. Well, I don't know. I just Okay, then you're probably going to suffer, but just know the money was in the bank. And I'm talking to myself, y'all. I do these shows for not just you, but for me. I have to remind myself, because I promised to God I was, playing, I was praying for people left and right. I didn't tell y'all what. I don't jump, I jumped around so much I ain't even funny. <laughs> and I'm going to take off this hat, because it's, it's distracting me just a little. I have got to nail this down. Gotta nail this down. The man said in Hebrews ten and eight, Thou hast put all things in subjection under his feet. For in that he put all things under him, mankind, he left nothing that is not put under him. But now we see but now we see not yet all things put under him. In other words, God gave it to us and put it under us, but we see things that are not under him. We got the enemy doing this. We got all types of stuff going on in our world. We got all this stuff, sickness and child molestation, all this identity confusion. So it said, but now we see not all things put under him. So mankind dropped the ball. But just know the money's in the bank. I mean, y'all understand this? I don't, I, I don't want to talk too much. Do you understand what that scripture just said? One more time. Some of y'all driving, or your work listening to me. Thou hast put all things in subjection under him. Talking about mankind. For in that he put all in subjection under him. For in that he put all in subjection under him. He left nothing that is not put under him. He left nothing. That's what gets me. He, he said he left nothing that is not put under him. Everything is under man for him to control. But we see not yet all things put under him. So we need help, don't we? Here it comes in verse 9. But we see Jesus, who was made a little lower than the angels for the suffering of death, crowned with glory and honor, that he, by the grace of God, should taste of death for every man. For it became him from whom all things listen. Shoot. Shoot. Watch this. For it became him. From whom were all things. We believe that the Father made the heavens and the earth by Christ. Jesus didn't make the heavens and the earth. The Father made the heavens and the earth by Christ. 
it's almost like he's sitting here talking about the Father now. This being that ain't got nobody. They didn't come to Bethlehem. Didn't walk on earth. We're talking about the Most High, Yah. God, hallelujah, when you say that, and say Yah. We're talking about the Father. The Bible says he made the earth, heavens and the earth through Christ. So it's almost like he gave Christ what to say Christ spoke it. Tells me spoke it, just like he said in the scripture says when he ascended. He said, sit here on my right hand, and I will make your enemies your footstool. And the Bible said when the enemy on this earth has been, has been made Christ's footstool, then Christ will be subdued under the Father. I know this is a lot of mumbo-jumbo stuff, but this is found in the book of Hebrews, where it talks about when Christ ascended, when he left the earth, the Bible said, he says, sit here on my right hand till I make your enemies your footstool. So how is he doing it? He's counseling the Son certain things, because even Christ is on the earth, they say, well, when are you going to come back? I don't know. When are you going to do this? I don't know. Only Father knows. When are you going to do this? I don't know. Hey, when you come, when you grab my son to sit, uh, 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 and he's the only uh, one lady, let me slow it down. A, a woman approached Christ and said, when you come, will you allow my son to be with you and sit with you, one on the right hand, one on the left hand? He said, lady, I can't do that. Only the Father can do that. There's a lot of things Christ didn't know, couldn't do, because he said, only the Father knows. Well, now he's with that father. And that father says, sit on my right hand. And it's, it's the Bible says, he must reign until his enemies be made his footstool. So he's, the father's going to counsel Christ as to how to conduct things on the earth. Christ is our boss. He is in control. The Bible says, okay, there's a little lady saying 90 seconds. For those of you on Facebook, on uh, Blog Talk Radio, you know what to do. If you want to keep listening to the show, you got to call the number. Anybody with questions for me, also... I'm so glad that she said that. So those of you, again, on Blog Talk Radio, you got to call the phone numbers. They're listening. They're not look- there are people on Blog Talk Radio that at work or something, and they're not looking at me. They're listening to me over Blog Talk Radio. they got to call the phone number if they want to keep listening. But those of you on Facebook, they got 60 seconds. So those of you listening to me on Facebook Live, you just stay put. So anyway, then uh, the phone number, if you want to call and ask a question, a quick question, it's not a problem, 914-205-5590. Again, 914-205-5590. Again, if you want to call and ask a question or if you want to call the show before it hangs up on you, those of you on Blog Talk Radio, call the phone number, 914-205-5590. All right, so... This scripture says in Hebrews 12, For we see Christ, Jesus, who was made a little lower than the angels for the suffering of death, crowned with glory and honor, that he by the grace of God should taste death for every man. For it became him from whom all things and by whom all things in bringing many sons unto glory to make captain of their salvation perfect through sufferings. I know some of y'all don't read the scripture, don't know what, you, what, the, what all that says, but here's what I was getting to. Stay with me. This is what I, why I brought this up. For both he that sanctified and they that are sanctified are all one. Uh-oh. Did you just say we're one with this, this Christ? That's what it says. Both he that sanctified and they who are sanctified are all one, for which cause he is not ashamed to call them brethren. 
So Christ calls us brother in there. So you can call him brother. Saying, I will declare thy name unto my brethren. In the midst of the church will I sing uh, unto thee. So if you just continue to read, Brother and sisters, he talks about how he must reign. I don't want to make sure it's a long Bible study, but just read all of that because it talks about how he must reign till his enemies be made his footstool. But the main, one of the main reasons I wanted to read that was one of the main reasons was that it says, uh, <clears throat> hold on, it's, I wanted to just read where it talks about how that he says, that he has put all things under man. Because people feel like, well, why is God allowing all this to happen? Why, where, where is God at? Why is he allowing so much to happen bad in the world? But my Bible tells me different. It says we're in charge. Don't it smell like man is in charge when you look around the world? Don't it kind of look like, resemble like something man would do? Yes, that's because we're in control. We're in, we are in control. Let me put it like this. When the Father's in control, there's going to be peace. And just like y'all be saying, if there was a God, why would he allow? Well, when the Father, when the New Jerusalem and the New Heavens happen, I know y'all think that's his hocus pocus on y'all. But when the Father is in control of the heavens and earth, then we will know nothing but healing and peace and all of that. The fact that the world is the way it is tells you you can just you just know by your spirit. Even if you don't have chapter verse, you know God ain't in this mess. So I brought all that up to say that we're in control of this atmosphere. The scripture, uh, 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 another scripture I want to bring up was First uh, Corinthians fifteen and twenty one. It says, "For he must reign until." He has put all enemies under his foot. Christ is not coming back. Till. Well, let me say that another way. Because him coming back is a part of putting all things under his foot. The Bible talks about him coming to the earth and reigning a thousand years. But I just want to just talk about how the enemies at one point will be put under his foot. Without turning turn this into a Bible study And again this is First Corinthians 15 Read that old chapter where it talks about How the enemy is going to be put on the Christ's foot So now that we are Christ And we are one with Christ The Bible says he that is joined to Christ is one spirit Now I'm talking kind of fast y'all But these are Bible verses I just can't turn to everything But the Bible does say he that is joined to Christ is one When you see me You're looking at Christ When you see Christ when you see him, that Rastafari-looking guy, that's what I believe. You see me. The Bible says we are one. When we're born again, this physicalness, it goes in the background. My spirit is born again. I become brand new. Never before existed. Inside, and that is what connect caused me to be kin with Christ and some of you to where we can call each other brethren, as we just read. But this flesh is not in the mix. This is not what's related. That's why we shouldn't pay too much attention to whether my brother says we're in a hat or not. It's the spirit. What are you really looking at? What are you really looking at? 
We're spirits having an experience in the body. This is ours. This realm is ours. That's why Christ has to come through a woman. You have to come through the matrix. You have to come through a woman's body. You have to come through a vagina. Evil spirits in there, that's why you cast them out. They're foreigners. This is ours. This earth was given us, mankind. Adam is my daddy. And then with me being an Israelite on top of that, we are the people of the Bible. When we read the Bible, I'm going to wrap this show up, but i got to say this really quickly. Because some of y'all, oh, here's one right here. Old Bible, y'all. Old Bible. This book is not all that. No. To get to all that European changing the Bible, all them hymns, all those sounds, no. This is your foreparents African American. DNA, DNA, Isaiah. Would you like to talk to Isaiah? You're going to talk to him one day. It's your forefather, Abraham, forefather, bloodline. These prophets and you are no different. They sometimes have the Holy Spirit. Christ says John the Baptist was the, be- the best out of all these people. That's what he said. I thought Moses was, but Christ said John the Baptist was better than all these folks. But he says, any one of you in the kingdom of God is better than John the Baptist. So all of these people are not better than those of us in the kingdom. In terms of positioning God, not better than them. So not only do these people are deeming our relatives, but we're in a better covenant. That is crazy. One more time. Christ said John the Baptist is the greatest of all men. That's what he said. I thought Moses was or some other person. He said John the Baptist was the greatest of all men. Christ said, though, anybody in the kingdom of God is greater than John the Baptist. So I'm thinking, people born again, I know, who would be the least? It's the, he said, the, let me read it. Because I don't want to misquote nothing. I found myself misquoting some things one time. Listen to this. You know, we springboarding off the conversation about Sister Michelle Cheney, the healing. And really the healing for all of us. Just kind of on that a little bit. Now, I ain't forgot about the little thing in the first class. So much to talk about. Again, the scriptures say John the Baptist. A little secular song popped in there. Let's get rid of that. I got a playlist here. It's okay though, I ain't apologizing. I like I do listen to secular music, but I just at this time I wanna stick with praise and worship. So
trying to figure out. I want y'all to read this. Now listen to this. The Bible says uh, John the Baptist was the greatest. Now listen to this. This is so good. Listen to this. Some of y'all are born again and you're part of the kingdom of God right now. Do you know what Christ said about you? Do we believe the Bible? That's what I'm beginning to wonder. Do we even believe the Bible? Sometimes I just wonder. In Matthew 11, 11, it says, Verily I say unto you, Among them that are born of women, there has not risen a greater than John the Baptist. He said of people born of women, that's everybody. He said John the Baptist was the greatest. Listen, Matthew eleven eleven. Verily I say unto you, among them that are born of women, there has not risen a greater than John the Baptist. Notwithstanding, he that is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. So listen. What I want to say to y'all is this. There are those of us that now is one with Christ. We are literally Christ. We are literally Christ. And the Bible says God has given him all authority in heaven and in earth. Here we are on the earth and we are him. I don't believe none of those prophets is in a better position than us is where I was trying to go with that. That's where I was going with that. So, again, just to wrap up that portion, because I want to mention a few more things that we're going to wrap up. Brothers and sisters, you just read how the Bible says That the Father's given us, put all things under us, placed us over his creation, it says. But we see not all things under him. He raises up Christ. First Corinthians talking about how Christ is going to rule and put all things back under us. So we, we have been given his name. It's not based upon us. It's based upon this card here. He's given us his card to go and cash in on this or that or the other. We are to use his name. So I just want to say again, we are no jokes. Mankind is, is in a special place, those of us in Christ. We just got to figure out whether or not we want to believe the Bible. Because the Bible gives us Amazing power. And then don't forget Christ says, Lo, I give you uh, uh, power to trade upon serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. That's another good one. I can't turn everywhere, y'all, and I can't dwell on these scriptures like I really want to. But um, Christ said, I give you power to trade upon serpents and scorpions and over all the powers of the enemy. And y'all listen. At some point, we just got to believe the Bible. Again, that's, that's, that's Luke 10 and 19. I had to look that one up. Behold, I give unto you, who? The saints. 
Behold, I give you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all of the powers of the enemy. And nothing shall by any means hurt you. So if you being hurt, it ain't his will. That's all Brother Seth is trying to say tonight. Are you being hurt? It ain't his will. Are you suffering? Brother Seth, are you suffering? It ain't his will. I told you I do these shows for myself. I'm with y'all. I'm talking, but I'm talking to myself. This is therapy for me. I'm reminding myself of what the Father has done. Again, Luke 10 and 19, Behold, I give you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all of the powers of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. So if you're being hurt, you're allowing it. But don't beat yourself up. How can you trust somebody you don't know? How can you trust somebody you never seen? So we just got to get to know to the Father. We got to get more into the spirit and not less in the flesh. This flesh is temporary and fleeting. We got to get more spiritual. He's about to, he's a spirit that was the wish of the and spirit and truth. So, Sister Michelle Cheney, one more time I mention your name. Please give us a praise report because it's coming. We want to hear my Facebook Live, I want people to hear you tell the story, and I want your name in my mouth for the rest of my life. I want to be able to say, you know, that was this friend of us, and they said she had this, they say she had that. I need that testimony. I'm serious. Let us know. Let us know. Back to first class. I was in first class going somewhere. I forget. White guy there. Briefcase. Laptop. I'm intimidated. And I remember the father rebuking me. And saying, Seth, you're flying to wherever. I forget where. And you have in your briefcase, and I think it was this briefcase right here. I think I got the briefcase. Hold on. I think this was it. I think this was it. This is a briefcase. I had this briefcase, and I had the little laptop in it. And, you know, I'm an employee. So I didn't pay no $9,000 for no first-class ticket. But nevertheless, like I said earlier, I still get all the little fringies. And I even can do a few more things that they can't do in first class. I'm an employee. Go in the gallery pour a cup of coffee to flight attendants as long as they know I'm an employee. Do, a little, do some other little things. Sometimes. So anyway, but I'm feeling like, you know, you're perfect. You're not really first class, first class. So looking at my little briefcase, and I begin to just start thinking about my life and, you know, how that this guy seemed like they have it all. And I got, boy, I got arrested, spiritually speaking. I got arrested by the most high. Watch this. I told y'all these blogs on my Facebook Live. I decided to tell my story. This is the part of my story. So, while I was beating up on myself, the father said these words, and he just, I know it was him. My brain's going to do nothing like this. He said, okay, so what are you going to do? I said, well, I'm going to meet up here. I mean, I was meeting with Brother Gary in Atlanta. And what we were doing 
we was telling everybody about these five summer stones, five topics, or we didn't call it that. We just we were sharing with people about how we had found out that African Americans are the true people of the Bible. That's one thing we were doing. We was talking about racism because the Father had connected that cord, that umbilical cord we had to our minds because he had delivered, he had showed me that we have this umbilical cord. A lot of you still do have this umbilical cord in your mind. I'm saying that right. I'm going too fast. But what happened is when people try to bring us truth, we can't hear the truth, brothers and sisters, and we're wrapping up. But a lot of us can't hear the truth that the Father is saying to different people bring across our path because the Bible says a righteous man's step is order of the Lord. So when you go places, there's people putting your path that has a word for you or you have a word for them. But oftentimes we can't hear what they have for us because of this thing called white supremacy. The whitewashing of everything. The big snowstorm that changed everything. And sometimes we can't have brothers and sisters because look at Seth, look at him there. Who is he? Self-hate. If I was a white guy, older guy sitting here going, well, you know, technically, then you believe everything I'm saying. So the Father arrested me about that, and he began to free us, me and Brother LSU and others, uh, Brother Gary. So I was going to Atlanta, wherever I was going. I really don't remember. I couldn't go to New York, but wherever I go, I know I'm spreading, and I have this brief- I have my briefcase. It's there for a reason. I'm writing stuff. I'm, you know, I'm just, I'm just always about this ministry, y'all. Always, always, always. So I thought about some of the things I've been sharing. Thought about demons that have manifested themselves, literally speaking through people at me, spirits, and I'm talking to them. I'm commanding them to leave. Again, it ain't about me. I ain't nobody. I, ain't, I don't have. I don't told you. I ain't got nothing for you. Just talking about when I operate in that 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 authority. Yes, there was demons talking through people true. If it makes you feel better, the enemies have used me before. How about that? Do y'all feel, now, is that good enough? Now, no. Come on, y'all. But I remember the F.F. Bosworth story when I got healed and I saw praying for people in just hundreds, y'all. You couldn't put everybody that I prayed for and they got healed in my house. You can put them in the room. I mean, every time somebody got healed, sometimes they got healed more than one time. If you say, how many times brother said pray for you, you got healed? You could fit them all in my house. I just had that childlike faith early on in my walk. Waymaker, let's play Waymaker in the background. So, and I like these songs because they encourage me even listen to the songs while I talk to y'all. Father just healing all over the place. And I told y'all about this. So go back and listen to the Facebook Live. I think it was the one, not the last one, but the one before that, where I went into all the time and I could tell everybody God is going to heal everybody in there. I said it. And we got a line. We got a line full of people. And I know I talk a lot about physical healing, but it's not just that. It's a word of knowledge. The Holy Spirit has nine manifestations to do. Healing is just one of them. It can be a word that I was given. Like I'm about to talk about on this plane, I'm almost about to forget. 
It could be a word of wisdom. It could be a word of knowledge. It could be healing. It could be prophecy, looking to the future, giving you insight onto what's going to happen, what's happening now that they're trying to hide. No, they don't hide from the believers. I don't care what's CNN, ABC, CBS, Fox, whatever. They can't hide nothing from a person that's really walking with the Father. Father will just show you what's going on in the back. There's miracles, the gifts of miracles. There's people that experience miracles. I ain't experienced that. I don't think. I have to think long enough. But some of y'all, you've experienced that gift. But I've seen to be used in the gift of healing and the discerning of spirits. And I've and I got to be careful watching how I say that. Because it ain't always just a gift. If you just believe in your childlike everyday faith, I don't think it's a matter of, I just think if you just believe, walk with the Father, if we can walk with the Father and trust Him and believe in Him, you can see these miracles. There's all types of laboring people doing all kinds of stuff. Are you kidding me? Y'all know about, boy, I'm trying to get back to the, uh, Jump around. That's what I do, y'all. I have to jump around to keep y'all alert. Boy, I got about three, three, three stories open that I ain't finished. <laughs> okay, let me think for a minute. I'm trying to wrap up this show because I really gotta go, y'all. In like two minutes. So, um. About the, the uh, first class experience, God rebuked me, and I'll get back on the others if possible. Now, we'll just do a part two tomorrow on the next on Wednesday when I do the next Facebook Live, probably Sunday. But the Father rebuked me, so I started looking at that guy, the white guy with the, with the nice suit and nice laptop and, and how he was going to his business. And I said, he's probably going, and maybe if he, wherever he goes, they're going to make a good two or three million from whatever he, maybe. I don't know. God could have been just selling carpet clean or something. But I was just thinking that, and I started thinking about what I was going to do, what I was setting in motion. And I don't know if I had started, I don't think I had started blogging yet, but I was, uh, I've touched a lot of people, y'all. A lot of people. Some big names, some not so big names. I remember I talked with Candy Staten, and she was so excited talk to me and, and hear the things that I was saying, that I was feeling in my spirit. I just saw her song sung at the Kinecopa Convention, and uh, I went home. Some say, go back, talk to Candy, and tell her what you feel. Because what I was feeling was, I like this Believers Convention, but I don't feel like it's beating the needs of our people. I don't want to be a racist, though. It was a predominantly white convention. Kinecopa, y'all know him. Jerry Savelle was there, I think. May have been Fred Price. I don't know, Kenneth Hagen, somebody, but I just felt like they're not being the needs of our people. I don't want to say that because it sounds like, oh, you're a racist. Why are you talking like that? You just heard the word of God. What do you mean? So I, so I went back up to the convention center, and I said, Father, I don't know if this is you talking to me or not. I'm not sure because sometimes you think it's God and it's just your own mind. I said, but if you want me to talk to Candace Staten, I'm going to go back to the vision, but I'm not going to go to her. I'm going to stand in a place, and she's got to come to me. That's my rule with talking to celebrities. i got to have them come to me. So when I tell these stories, I won't say, well, I'll follow them around, and I'll be like, oh, you, you're, you're whatever they call those people that do that. So there's a door here. 
the door there at the convention center, the back of the convention center, behind the stage. There's two doors on the stream, and Candy was in the middle and all the way down. So she had signed autographs and all this stuff because she's an old R&B singer. And so she goes to leave. Now, I'm in the middle. I'm going to stay in the middle. I ain't by no exit. So if she's going that way, she got to go that way. If she go that way, she's got to go that way. She said, no reason to come to me. That's what I'm going to stand up. God, if you, and God knows, if she would not came to me, I would not have said nothing to child, to the woman. Okay? It's just me. I just wouldn't do it. But it don't mean I wasn't in there. I'm not impressed by her. I just wasn't trying to be that person. So I went back up to the convention center like somebody crazy. Nobody do this. Nobody do this. I've never done nothing like this. Excuse me for scratching on camera. I think y'all can see that, but y'all can see it. But anyway... So I went up there, and uh, Candy stayed and started to leave, and here's the exits, and I'm right here. Here's the two exits. This is the exit on the convention center going to, over to the hotel, and this other exit goes to the street. So she's going to that hotel. I don't know if she stayed there. I don't know nothing about that. And so end up, she ended up coming not all the way to me where I could touch her, but she got within 10 feet, and I said, okay, Lord, that's good enough. In my sister, my sister, kids, all this good enough in my mind. I'm not holding it out on that. I'm just telling y'all what y'all y'all know the story or not. This is the true story. I don't want I don't want to make it like again. This is just where I was, and this is what happened. I'm trying to show y'all how the God first class, how the Father showed me basically what you're doing is light years more important than that man. When God got through rebuking me of those feelings I had in first class about, look at this guy with his laptop, I felt like, I'm sorry, forgive me, Lord. Forgive me, forgive me, Lord. Like, I just shot somebody. I was like, wow. We're on heavy kingdom business. I wasn't just flying to Atlanta to see underground or something or whatever Atlanta was like back then or wherever I was going. I wasn't just going for it. There are times I do go for that, the first time maybe, but I was going to talk with either, uh, I think I was maybe going to meet, probably with the trip I was going to meet Gary to talk with uh, 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 Newman Life Publisher. I flew up there to meet Darwin, uh, Newman Life Publishing, the same guy that produced Juanita Bynum, uh, Bill, so, I mean, uh, Juanita Bynum, Jake's, Miles Monroe. That's their first publisher. They got big and moved on to other people, but their first publisher was Numa Life Publishing, and I flew up there at one time to meet with Gary, and we went out and talked about what we, what we, what the Father has given us. This is how a lot of those trips were. A lot of them, that's what I was trying to do. But this was one of them. So, anyway, y'all have to forgive me. I know I'm jumping around a lot. Again, I just so, want to thank y'all so much for tuning into the Fossil Soul Network tonight. Again, we're broadcasting both on Facebook Live and uh, Blog Talk Radio. Your brother just, I'm just going all over the place. But I ended that with the first class. I want to just say uh, the enemy is under our foot if we never, ever, ever cash in. Just know the money is in the bank. The Father given us and placed us in a position to rule over the enemy. He's a foreigner. He's intruder. He's illegal. And just know that if you're fighting for your healing, fighting for your prosperity, fighting for whatever whatever you're fighting for, just know it's the Father's will that we have enough. 
I don't talk much about money on my shows because I feel like it's getting way too much hollow these days. So y'all talking about money and prosperity and passive income and all that, and it's good. I'm not knocking. I just feel like there's a whole lot of things we ain't talking about no more. And, I've seen this, and that's what the Five Swim Stone Network is about. One of our mantras is to we, we talk about things the Father is saying in the earth, but you just can't hear in churches. Can't hear it in education centers. Can't hear it at your mosque. Can't hear it. That's what we talk about on this Five Stone Network. I know I'm sitting in this chair, but normally I have about four or five co-hosts. It's seven of us all together, but we always... And right now I'm just doing a little experiment with Facebook Live where it's just myself. But sooner or later, this screen will split to two, two or three with those co-hosts or maybe new co-hosts, you know, because right now we're kind of going our separate ways, taking a little break. But... We may come together or maybe some other people. But all I know is I've got to continue to do what I've been doing. And that is spread what I believe the Father has said with regards to those five topics and really any and everything that's happened to Af- African Americans. So I know, brothers and sisters, I know I've jumped around a lot, but I think I've covered pretty much everything. Uh, I'm going to come back at you on, uh, I didn't cover the black-female relationships. Maybe I wasn't supposed to because that's a big, that's a whole show. And the uh, Father showed me that our women and uh, our black women and, and black men have become public enemy number one to each other. They have. They've been poisoned. It ain't them. It's not like they want to be. I love, I love, love, love black women. I really do. But because of the system we live in, they become public enemy number one outside. Of course, the enemy is the enemy. Uh, Satan is the enemy. But what I mean is who we work through is what I should say. So glad I'm about to say that. My goodness. No, they're not our enemy, but they've been used of the enemy. And they're influencing us. They're their number one influencer because some of us, that's all we hang around is our women. We're not around the world much. Some of us guys do right. We come home. We spend a lot of time with our women. And if they are not speaking the word of the Father or the word of wisdom or the word of the Scripture, they have become our enemy. So it shouldn't be a, a mystery that black men are being used of the enemy the most towards their woman because that's who they're under all the time. But y'all got to see how. we got to talk about that. And when I get done, I promise you, you will see more respect for black women and black men than you think I have already. I'm not trying to hate on them. I'm just saying we're poison to each other. Believe that. I know how I know how to make y'all feel. I will assume how. Some of y'all probably don't like that, but it's the truth. It's too many divorces. It's gotta be a problem. I mean, isn't divorce rate higher than it is in the church it is in the world? You really think I'm not so you should know that it's gotta be something there. But the father I believe showed me why. Our women are become more like men, our men become more like women. There is a program by the enemy. This is nothing to play with, brothers and sisters. So anyway, I didn't get a chance to talk about the Expo 30. hit it a little bit. Uh, um, so what if we are Israelites? What does this have to do with our salvation? What does that have to do with my kids? I think I hit that a little bit. So that that has you. That's it pretty much. We're going to continue this, though. We're going to continue. I'm going to, I promise you we'll pick up those topics on Sunday. If I don't throw in another little um, 
show in the meantime. So just stay tuned to my Facebook Live, brothers and sisters. Like I say so often, I say so often, and I'm going to say it again today. I love every single one of you. All type of ethnic groups. I'll just love you. And there ain't nothing you can do about it. There is no people that have done... There's just nothing nobody have done enough to make me hate them. And you know the reason why? It's because I see what inspired them to do it. That is what I hate. White supremacy. Not white people. Hatred. Sexism. All of this illness, greed. That's what I hate. Not the conduits. You have to be very careful, brothers and sisters. Those on the hate the white man kick because those same white people turn around and do something just amazingly wonderful. Well, I thought you said they was a the devil. Anyway, see you Sunday. Check out this song. I put a lot into the first and last song. Check out this. We'll see you Sunday, brothers and sisters. You are.